You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Ian, look at this. What, it's a police box. What on earth are you doing here? Hey, these things are usually on the street. A beard. Feel it, you feel it? Hey, it's vibration. It's alive. Earth Station Who, a fun mashup celebrating nearly 50 years of the Doctor Who universe. Hold tight. You never know where the TARDIS is going next. You're probably a bit confused right now. I broke the glass. It's all come back to me. This. What is this? That's my ship. What? Let me take it from the top. Hello. I'm the doctor. I'm a traveler in space and time. And that thing buried down there is called a TARDIS. Time and relative dimension in space. You're gonna love this. Hey there, listeners, and happy holidays from us here at Earth Station Who. It's very good to see you guys once again. And we are once upon a time, there was a lady named River Song. And she went off and she got to meet the master. Not just one master. Not just two masters. Not just three masters. She met three masters and one Missy. Ah, 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 ah. So it's pretty awesome. We get to talk about the Diary of River Song, Volume 5. Can you believe it? Mm-hmm. The fifth one already. And we're going to have a ton of fun talking about this one. It was, did it sink? Did it swim? Did it just stink? We'll talk all about that, you know, and were our eardrums blown out by the theme song once again. Always. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are all going to lose at least 20% of hearing after all of this. I played Piccolo. It's get, fine. <laughs> you know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, they could have, you know, toned down the theme a little bit, but no. They could have completely removed it. <laughs> Well, we could still hear it from the past seasons. It's okay, you know? It's going to echo in my brain for years. Forever. Exactly. On Mike's deathbed, he'll be hearing, da, 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 da. <laughs> That'll be what kills me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How, how did the poor guy die? The Diary of River Song thing. That is all on the road to ruin. Exactly. Well, it's the 2020 of songs. What can you say? (laughs) (laughs) We definitely would love to hear from you guys at home. Please write us a feedback at earthstationwho.com. We'd love to hear your opinion on this. How are you guys doing with the holidays? Are you guys looking forward to what's happening in two and a half weeks? New Doctor Who. So we are going to be you know, joining you then to talk all about it. So it should be a lot of fun. We have uh, tonight, of course, our regulars, Mike and Mary, are here. Hey, guys. Howdy. Hey, everybody. And once again, we are joined by the lovely and talented Julie Philippek. Thanks, guys. I feel like I'm here like faster than last time. It hasn't been like a year. <laughs> <laughs> we can arrange it that we do it that way. You know. <laughs> You know, so, and, you know, you have to remember feeling like a year, that's 2020, you know, it doesn't, it feels yeah, like five years. It doesn't years have to be it. a year, it just feels like yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. And, and this is Doctor Who, wibbly wobbly timey, you know, you know how it goes. Or or as as they said in the show, don't mention that one to me. Don't mention that one. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was a lot of fun and I'm glad you're here, Julie. So it's great to see you again. Yeah. And we do we do have some Doctor Who news we're going to talk about real quick. They announced new 10th Doctor adventures on Big Finish. And he's running into some old friends. So that's the good news. The bad news is we have to wait till fall 2022 for it. It'll probably be out before the, the next TV Doctor Who. Not counting yeah, the special. Probably, it probably you'll probably be able to hear that before the new season comes back. They need so. to stop tempting me like so far in advance. It's like you know what? Stop telling me news three years from now. 
I'd really rather not know. Surprise me. You'd rather be surprised. Yeah. Well, he's doing three full cast audio dramas, and it is featuring the return of K9, Leela, Ace, and Nissa. Yeah, the Nissa, Nissa I could do without. Yeah, but, they know. had me until Nissa. K K9's in all three of them. Well, okay. maybe Affirm- <laughs> affirmative. <laughs> so, maybe by that time, I would have seen some of these episodes uh, from my other podcasts. <laughs> So you you don't know who these characters are? I know K9 because K9 came back in the new who. Uh and I've heard of Leela and I've never heard of Nissa. Oh. Yeah. So. Okay. There's That's, a reason yeah, okay. for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and have you ever heard of Ace? Heard of Ace. Uh but okay. again with with those two I I've just heard of you're awesome. You have something to look forward to. Exactly. You have a you have many years ahead of you to be able to get to these these characters. I'm actually really excited about Ace mostly, and I I just loved her character. And they've done great stuff with her in Big Finish. So I'm going to be very curious to see what they do. Mike Gordon is a huge fan of Leela, so you know. Yeah, I don't have so to you, say who I'm excited about. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I didn't think it was Nissa. I'm sorry, but you know, I'm sad that they decided for no Susan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd think. Uh, I don't know. She's still doing big finish, isn't she? No, no, I don't not, think so. No, they oh, she not? They haven't she gotten not her yet. No, gotcha. um, she hasn't done it because even in the first Doctor Adventures, it's the TV Susan that they did from the TV movie. Ah, mm-hmm. adventures in space and time. They actually used the actors who played, you know, Susan, Ian, and Barbara for the first Doctor Adventures. Right, but then they had, but they had first Doctor Adventures before that came out. Yeah, but she hasn't touched Doctor Who with a ten foot pole. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. No. Okay. No, and I'm kind of surprised they haven't. You know, you know, we've talked about this in the past, and you know, a couple times. And it's really sad that, you know, they have people from the first Doctor era, you know, why aren't they bringing them back? And a perfect thing they could do, and we've said this last time, is they could bring her back and she could regenerate into a younger, new version of Susan or something, you know. And, you know, all brand new adventures right there, you know. Yep. Absolutely. Exactly. This gets so, so confusing would... to like the one thing I, I also get confused about with Big Finish too is that you know they've got a tenth doctor collection that they're do that they have, but that is only like a small part of the tenth doctor adventures. Like like the ones that he's in uh previously we talked about the one the series that he's doing with River. Um and those are separate. Uh these companion ones will be separate as well. Uh, he's been doing stuff with the um, – well, he's got one with Tom Baker that he's doing, and that's separate. Um, he's got a couple others that he's – like that are just like the ones that are um, – I think they're called like Dalek Universe, those. That's a separate thing. I mean, if you want to get just the 10th Doctor Adventures, and he's the one that's been – well, other than Chris, he's the one that's been doing it the least. I mean, that's still a lot a lot of stories. I think there's like over already, there's over like 40 stories that he's done. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Cause he's doing the time Lord victorious stuff. Right. right. And so, yeah, he's, he's doing a lot and I'm, I'm amazed how much he's doing. It's just like, it's almost like he misses being on the show or something, you know? Well, I think there's that. And then there's also the fact that, I mean, he's, they've announced a ton of them. Uh, this year. And I think, I think the pandemic has, has helped big finish a lot. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of actors who can't get work. Um, you can are still working do through. voice acting. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and David Tennant has always done a lot of voice acting and things like that. I've listened to the entirety of how to train your dragon series that he did. So he did 12 of those. Um, so he just does a lot of audio. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's Scrooge McDuck and DuckTales. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, he, yeah, he doesn't mind lending his voice out there. 
Oh, exactly. It should be pretty awesome. I would, you know, it's sad that they just announced that they are canceling DuckTales. So I guess he's going to just go back and do more Doctor Who work. You know, I mean, I guess they could, yeah, they'll, they'll, yeah. I don't think I, it's uh, going to hurt for jobs. No. Yeah. No. You know, it's not, and it's not like he has this podcast also, you know, it's, <laughs> exactly. and you know, it's, it's interesting. I'd love seeing what he's doing and he's, he's just having fun and bless him for it. You know, it's pretty awesome. Well, he's been one of the ones that has really probably more than anybody has embraced Dr. Who as a franchise and his part in it. It seems like he's willing to do anything. Uh, almost regarding Doctor Who, um, which has been great because um, he's been one of the most popular ones. Oh yeah, well he, you know, he comes by it naturally. He's a fanboy. Yeah, he is. He is a Doctor Who fanboy, and good on him for keeping it going. And I, I want to see it. You know, till he's old and gray, or or as we like to say, you know, he looks like how Christopher Eccleston looked in that picture today. <laughs> I mean, he Poor literally Chris. married into Doctor Who, so yes. I mean, that's, <laughs> there's I mean, no escaping it for him. He's no, gone all the way. No. Yes, he is. He's living the life, as he says. So I would imagine that, yeah, they might have only like 40 adventures now, but he's still relatively young. So, I mean, they're going to get like a thousand stories out of him, big finishes, mm-hmm. if he goes at his current rate. Mm-hmm. So it should be very interesting to see. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. So, are you have you guys ordered any of his stories yet? No, not yet. I, no, no. I have no. so much other big finish already. I I did order the the tenth Doctor and River Song one, which just yeah. came out. I just haven't downloaded it yet. So, and they do have currently. Uh, the one we just mentioned, it's if I think it's on sale for nineteen. That if you down to download, oh, the companions not, one. Yeah, I'll probably do that because I want to hear them. Mm-hmm. So, so I'll be I'll be curious to see. Yeah, my, I'm definitely going to get the Tom Baker one. My backlog of podcasts, audiobooks, TV shows, movies is just so large <laughs> that I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to hold back. And as my, you know, when I just decide, you know what? I want to listen to one of these. That That's when I'm going to get one. No, I totally yeah. understand that. I think, and you know, you might have friends who have some of them. So, you don't, you never know. So, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So, you know. So. Yeah. It's it's very possible. So I think we could, uh, you know, talk about that even longer. But, you know, we got a lot of River Song to talk about. Should we jump jump right in? Sure. One yeah. big finish. So River Song Season 5. Four different stories, four different incarnations of the master. Should we go story by story, or do you guys want to just talk about it in general? Let's go story by story, because it actually gets a little confusing. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. It's interesting because how some of the seasons in the past has had, you know, river you know, it's one big story going across and it ties in together. These do not. These no. are four individual tales. Yeah, they and take place in different time periods. Yes. And I mean, in different periods of her yeah. life. And I think it benefited from doing that. Because one of the problems that I thought happened when there was the, you know, big overarching story, but then you had the different authors uh, the different writers, and then it just didn't seem very cohesive. Um, so I actually preferred that each story was separate. Yeah, personally, I, I yeah. agree. Actually, I, I it it was really clumsy how they tried to tie them all together. Before it was better that they just gave up on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You actually had, you know, in this one, you had, you know, 
four different writers. You had four different versions of the master. Did they all work for you guys? Or well, I, enjoy, you... I enjoyed the first one. <laughs> <laughs> they they all yeah they all I mean, sort of worked. I mean, they, they had their ups and, and downs. They all sort of did, right? They all had they all had Alex Kingston re, uh, doing a voice, so they were all <laughs> they all had that going for it. Um, and uh, the writing, eh, yeah. I think you know the last couple. I think I've uh, been pretty harsh on um, as far as the writing goes. And I'll continue to be harsh because I expect good stuff. Um, but I didn't, you know, it wasn't as bad. But some of the stories seem really similar uh, in this one that I thought, it, you know, for the variety they could have had. I just wish they'd done something maybe a little bit more ambitious. Well, the, fir- the first one was my favorite. And I think it's not because of the plot. It's because of Missy. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> the interaction between... Alex Kingston and Michelle Gomez is off the charts. I mean, yeah, that, oh, that very was much awesome. A, so that one was the Bechtel test, right. right? Yes. So, and it it was good. That was, I think, my favorite also. Mm-hmm. And I like how they were playing. You know, who is trying to con who in this? Who's trying to? They kept trying know, to one up each other. Exactly, exactly. Wait, no, do you think I'm going to do this? I have this, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, wait a minute, those weren't the holograms, those were actually them, you know, that whole thing. And it it was a fun caper story, both of them trying to escape from the most impossible prison, supposedly. Yeah, I like that premise. I like the premise of putting both of them in a prison and having, they have to work together to get out. I like Mm -hmm. that premise a lot. What I and I like the the chemistry between the two of them a lot. Um, Michelle Gomez is my favorite in, in incarnation of the master. I'll say it right now. Um, and she's just, I mean, she's just a delight. Um, and, uh, you know, the two of them together, it's a shame that we never got to see them in live action because, man, that would be amazing. Um, maybe there's still a chance that it could happen. But uh, but that alone uh, makes this story, the, those things make this story the best story. But I will say that um, I was very annoyed by the fact that uh, they went out of their way to call it the Bechtel test. And this Uh, story fails the Bechtel test. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Which I was like, I was like, um, are you guys doing this on purpose? Is it supposed to be ironic? Because it feels, it feels stupid. Like, you know, they, I mean, obviously it's a takeoff on the Bechtel test, right? The Bechtel yeah. Wallace test, right? Which right. most people who don't know, it's it's a thing in fiction where it's a test that you, like, at least two women in a scene, two women characters who are talking to each other, um, and uh, there's they have to be talking about something other than a man, right? That's That's the test. And a lot of movies, a lot of stories... A lot of TV fail this test, which is amazing when you think about like all the great things that a lot of people like fail this test. And it's a simple test. Now, this this individually, the scenes, some of the scenes pass this test, but the story itself does not pass the test um, because the whole thing is that both of them are put in this prison to find out about the doctor. Um, Now, granted. The doctor's not always male, so I guess you can get, you know, you can sort of, uh, you know, use that loophole. But still, the fact that they were both in there because of him, and it never gets resolved as to who exactly put them in there to do that. It just, it just feels so empty, and it feels like a slap in the face to the Bechdel test, actually, to me. Yeah, I also do have some issues with the Bechdel test. Because, yes, I think it's important that people, that women can have these interactions without speaking about a man. But just because they don't speak about a man doesn't mean that they have agency and that they're strong characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will take the Bechdel test with a grain of salt um, and look more on, you know, what kind of agency do they have? And, you know, what kind of story are we telling with the women? Because there were instances in, you know, the first doctor where it's like, okay, we passed the Bechdel test, but it's Susan and Barbara. And let me tell you, Susan is not a strong female character. <laughs> no. um, it's not written that way. Um, 
so uh that's that's one thing um but yeah you're right it's it is kind of a slap in the face where you know it's it's always about the doctor and every once in a while it'd be really nice to have a river song story that has zero absolutely nothing to do it never mentions him (laughs) right it's just her on an adventure (laughs) could they could they do that please could they just like (laughs) this is our fifth volume and every story now granted most of them you know, she encounters a version of them, right? This is, is this the first time we've done one where they, he, she didn't encounter any of yes. incarnations of him? Yes. Right? So, so far. Now, granted, she's running into, you know, uh, the master, which is obviously uh, related to the doctor and it's his biggest enemy or one of his. Um, and so it's understandable that his name comes up, but that, you know, call like, I just thought calling the episode, the story, the Bechtel test and the Bechtel yeah. Institute and everything was really like, I'm like, I don't think he knows what this means. No, <laughs> just, he, I, I couldn't yeah. figure out, was it, was he trying to be serious about it or was it like, it didn't make sense. No, I mean, it even, didn't, it didn't make sense even, at all. Even Alison Bechtel has problems with the Bechtel test. I mean, she, she never defined it that way. It's just, it's something that appeared and something she wrote and then people kind of ran off with it uh, and turned it into this other thing. But yeah, it's, it was unfortunate that they chose to do that. It it wasn't necessary and it was insulting actually. It's really funny yeah. that you take away Bechdel and you give the prison another name and it's like, you know what? That kind of solves the whole issue because it's still that, that caper. It's still that trying to get out of the prison and we're not constantly fighting this. Is it, or is it not passing the Bechdel test? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> it was um, just, I th- it, was, it was just unnecessary. Yeah, I like I said, I love the premise. You know, put the two of them in a prison and they have to get out like a, a prison that like that should have been the premise in and of itself. Like this prison wants to be the best known as the best prison. It's trying to, you know, make a name for itself. And what does it do? It it locks up these two individuals and 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 tries to keep them there. Like that in and of itself to me is like a amazing premise. Um mm-hmm. But then they go like a little further with it, and that's where it starts to fall apart. One of the things I did find interesting is Missy is from River's Future. Because right. if you think it's because she first appears in the Capaldi era. Well, right. at that point in time, I mean, you can't, yeah. nothing's linear. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, nothing, no, no, nothing's linear. But if you go through River's cycle, I mean, River has not even, at, met Missy. At, at this yeah. point in her life, she has, it, yeah, it's her future because like, it is her future. Because, yeah. right, you know, she, yeah, at that point yeah. in time, yeah, as yeah. far as we know, at she, least, right, exactly. Because she, the last doctor she meets is tenants, but you know, because that's right. the library story. But right, right before that, she meets Capaldi's for in the, the husbands of River Song. Right. right. And, and so basically, yeah. This story takes place right after she kills him, right? After River kills the doctor. Kills, kills the 11th doctor. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And she, she, you know, she can't let the universe know that right. he's alive still. And that's the whole thing, the premise why she's being held. You know, yeah. is the doctor well, still alive? They're trying to alive? force her to admit he's still alive. Yeah. Right. And and that's why, and that's, you know, it, that's, that's why... River's brought there, but the same reason that's why Missy's brought there. Like, and that makes no sense either. I mean, <laughs> no, it's, it doesn't. it's poor thought process, but the thought process is get the person that he loves and get the person that he hates most. And between the two of them, it runs the entire spectrum of why the doctor would be brought out. Yeah. Um, not great. No. But no. that's. In, yeah. in his defense, though, I will say. And I don't know how much of this was him or if anything was allowed to be ad-libbed, but their dialogue is amazing. Um, little exchanges, yes. like when Missy starts referring to River as ribs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, ribs. Hey, ribs. She's like, don't go. Like, like, I think she found something just as more annoying than a fez. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, but, there's, uh, there's a ton yeah, of chemistry between them. They, they just and, spark off each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's and they're so good, and it's so smooth all the way through the story, all the way up to the end. Yeah, I you know could have done four stories with the two of them. Oh yes, mm, definitely. I, I would have loved it. <laughs> I would yeah. love to have a box set that is just them. Mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting yeah. them to do what they've done in some of the other uh, serials, where like the, the person shows up in the first one and in the last one, and I was like, oh, we're going to get more Missy, and I was like, oh. No, no, we don't. <laughs> no. I thought we were. I, to your point, Julie, I thought we were going to find out that, like, who who locked him up at some point in this in one of these stories, and we don't. Yeah, we that's what I thought was going to be the tying thing or something yeah. that tied it together. Yeah. But no, no, we didn't get that at all. It would have been kind of clever if it was a, another incarnation of the of the master. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking it's um, Madame Kavarkian's people. You know, the whole, you know, silence stuff is tied into it, possibly. You don't know, though. No, we don't. don't know if it's the church, if it's, you know, the whole thing. And ultimately, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It was very in keeping with some of Stephen Moffat's episodes. (laughs) (laughs) They'll just drop this plot point. (laughs) He he, he seldom dropped it in, in like, one story, though. That's that's true. He didn't usually drag it out for a while. He just never wrapped it up. So the, but it does nope. make me like nope. I know that there's a mini a Missy series. And now yes, I wanna now is. I wanna listen to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very it, much yeah, so. Yeah, that it and definitely made me want to hear they more go with from it. her. So then we got Animal Instinct, the second one, with the crispy master. <laughs> 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 or decayed master as they put into the notes. Yeah. Nobody's ever called but, him the yeah. decayed master. <laughs> no, I, it was okay. It was, you know, your basic, you know, werewolf story almost or evolving, or mutant, you mutant know, beast. creatures that evolve. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It was okay. Yeah. And, you know, I, I had a feeling Luke would have, was going to, was doomed, you know, pretty much, <laughs> you know, from, oh. it's like, yeah. Most of He's her companions the are episode. like I've noticed yeah. that there's yeah. not not a through line of companions that she's with someone different every time. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was okay. I don't you know there wasn't anything real spectacular with that one. There was no chemistry with her and the master in that one. Really, the master basically no. in that one was was a mustaching twirling villain. You know, <laughs> that's you what know. you expect from. But yeah. I thought Jeffrey Beavers did a great job at that. Like his yeah. voice is his voice is great. I mean he he comes from the Delgado era, right? So he 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 channels that, and I think he does pretty well. Yeah. Yes, and very much so. Like I don't think I disliked it as much as the rest of you guys. Um, I I I actually you know I wouldn't say I I was overly enthusiastic about it, but I, I did enjoy it. Um, I thought it was fun. Uh, and sometimes I just want a fun little romp and that's what I got. I mean, I agree. I actually kind of, it was very old, you know, classic yeah. Doctor Who mm-hmm. and, and it was, it was fun. I mean, it, no, it wasn't the best thing <laughs> I've ever heard, but, but it was still fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what did you think of when, um, they sacrificed the guy as food <laughs> in order to get oh, away the captain of the ship? Yes. And River yeah. is just like, he, he, okay. If that's what we got to do. <laughs> well, she's like, well, well exactly. it's done now, like, so, okay. Yeah, he's pretty much, you know, he's injured already, and he's slowing us down, and the master was like, just push him over the edge. <laughs> you know. That'll, that'll yeah, slow like, him down for a while, and I was like, okay. I think all the stories yeah. do a pretty good job at, at relaying the fact that River is a little bit more like the master than a lot of people want to think about mm-hmm. she's, well, she's at least amoral said, maybe not immoral but amoral right she's not downright <laughs> evil she's pragmatic <laughs> she doesn't ma- she doesn't mind making or you know she's up to making some hard choices if she has to yeah. well exactly and they even said in this that she's what a sociopath i think yeah they said a couple times yeah i think so and yeah and that's pretty accurate she does what needs to get done and sometimes that's very unfortunate the only person that she was any way upset about was luke and mm-hmm. even then she mm-hmm. was like 
I gotta let you go because there's nothing else I can do. <laughs> but she was upset about it. So Yeah. It's like I'm getting pulled in. And she's like, have fun. She's like, I'm not even gonna lift my arms to help you. I mean, she doesn't she doesn't take pleasure in it like the master does. Right. Like like the right. master's all, yay, somebody's getting killed horribly. <laughs> you know, but 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 she's also she's she's very willing to take advantage of it if she needs to. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it was good. Um then we also then had the the lifeboat and the death boat. We had Eric Roberts back as the master. Man, I I like that landed with a thud for me. Like I I felt like Eric was just reading text. I just didn't feel like he was a character. Um I I couldn't get invested in the story that way because I I mean, obviously, and that's that's a thing too. It's like with these stories, we know who she's going to meet. So a lot of times that, you know, the rugs pulled out from us. So, I mean, this, it's spoiled, right? I mean, you know, but so, so we know right from the beginning that, you know, Eric Robert, the master is, is there and, you know, you got to play catch up uh, as far as what's going on and what the story is and what the relationship is and all that kind of stuff. But the story was okay. Um, but, Really, Eric just dragged it down for me. Um, uh, very much so in this. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's. It didn't make sense to me the whole thing with the daughter. It's like I didn't even rec. You know, his voice is so just smooth, and he's not. He doesn't sound evil in this as the master, like the master should sound. And it was like okay, I'm waiting for the master to show up. It's just this father and daughter, you know, in space stuck with River. I didn't even think, oh, that's Eric Roberts as the master. I just thought it was just some guy, you know? Yeah, well, and, I'll go even further. He doesn't, not only does he not sound evil, he just doesn't emote <laughs> very much. It's, well, just it's, like it's the same all the way through. Yeah, he just has one tone. Like, he's just reading text. Like, he's, you, you could see he's got the script in front of him. He's just reading it. And he's not putting any effort any more effort into it than that and it just it falls yeah. flat with me it's um probably the weakest i i do definitely agree with that especially from the master perspective i liked the concept of the daughter of of being this construct from an 80s movie basically that was actually kind of funny. And, and i was like oh man they should have played more on that and brought in a little bit more of, you know, those elements um, from that 80s tactic. Because if the, if the master is going to lay flat, then give me more of the daughter and some of this interesting 80s concepts. Because when I was thinking about it, I was sitting there, I was like, so I'll watch this movie that her life is based off of. That's what I got out of this entire um, episode was, what's her story? And it would have been the, great the if other- it was an actual movie, too. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, they, I, uh, go ahead. There are all sorts of rights issues with that, so I'm sure they couldn't do that. But um, I, I, I think that, um, yeah, there was this, another. There was that second sub story in that too that they kind of connect after a while. But at first, it jumps back and forth between like this this captain and this uh, engineer that she just recruited or kidnapped or whatever you want to call it. Um, and they've got this mysterious cargo, right? Um, and it turns out to be a, a psychotic person who sounds a lot like Alex Kingston. I'm like, do not, like, do <laughs> not hire an actress who sounds like someone else because we, we get confused. I'm like, is it that, is that River? Is that, what's going on? Like, I, yeah. I know. Yeah. Come on, big yeah. finish. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's one. not the first time they've done that. <laughs> no, and no. It's, well, yeah. It's also one of those things where I was sitting there, I was like, is it like a, like, a, a replica of her who's like pretending to be her and so it's Alex right. Kingston doing the void no okay because no, I think because wasn't it in the last one where they actually had two river songs yes, yes. there was yes. yeah, a duplicate mm-hmm. so and it would have been an actually interesting if it was the duplicate river song that they had yeah yeah you know more interesting that, than that than would have tied it better together yeah. yeah but then you also had the whole subplot also of the captain going after the creature in the vortex and, you know, becoming like a Moby Dick type thing. And it was yeah. just like, it took half my crew. And it's was like, Oh really? You're going to go there. Yeah, That was you know? just yeah. lame. That was lame. <laughs> you know? It was, yeah. it was really disjointed. 
it's like mm-hmm. you yeah. have you have too many subplots none of them connect in a logical way they should have just stuck with one maybe two of them and then just gone in that direction and i agree that the instead of calliope it should have been duplicate river because then that would have just tied it in and given you more of a backstory well it would have allowed a lot more river and a lot less eric look look you know paul mcgann made a huge career uh from big finish after you know the eighth doctor his movie kind of didn't you know kind of fizzled so he he, you know he got a brand new life when it but thanks to big finish these were regarded as one of the best doctors because of his experience with uh big finish that's not going to be the case with eric roberts uh that master is just mm-hmm. i think they should just let it let he him did not just, redeem himself here no, not at all not at all um i thought well maybe we'll get something cool out of this guy and it, i was really disappointed i kept waiting for him to do something <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah yeah but it never happened no, exactly. Or sound like you're in drag again or something like that, you know. Do something. So, no, <laughs> exactly. There was nothing, really nothing there. No, no. So then we had we had Concealed Weapon ah, for the final one. Derek Jacoby. Jacoby as the war doctor. War master, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he was the war master and he was awesome. Yeah, I liked him. And yeah. Yeah. Because he truly sounded psychotic. He sounded so like, Ugh. see, I, this is the first time I've heard the war master, you know, because I always assumed that, you know, according to the TV show, you know, you had, you know, he was doctor, you know, the doctor at the end of time. Right. And, you know, he, he didn't he remember he was old. the master. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he did it at all because he had the fob watch also. Yeah. And the whole thing with that, and I assumed he he had been in that time as a little boy and grew old as without knowing he was actually the master. He regenerated that way from the time war because he escaped from the time war is what they said. So it was I didn't know I don't know the storyline behind the whole war master and everything because he's doing a whole series of them yeah. of those yeah, yeah i would listen to more of him yeah 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 I, and and this oh, yeah this so. this sold me on those too i was like he's really good like he's i mean it's it, like i mean it's he's it's if he's not sir Derek jacoby he will be right i mean he's just an incredible actor stage film everything he's got a like the fact that he's doing big finish is amazing to big finish actually um and it shows how much he loves doing this um and it shows every scene that he's in i mean he doesn't mind chewing the scenery um and and playing that you know that mustache twirling guy but with man with an edge that's just evil and dangerous and scary yeah like, he is really he, oh, very much so. <laughs> yeah and, and of all the episodes of all the episodes this is one where i was like rivers like kind of met her match because yes. with missy they were equals and then in the other ones she was very much like on top of everything but this one it's like uh-oh river yeah, you're <laughs> in trouble yeah, yeah she like <laughs> yeah, river was playing catch-up the whole time to him in this one and not yeah. just catch-up i and, mean she she loses like you know, yeah. I mean, she does. She, oh yeah, she's lucky to be alive, right? She's only alive because he allowed her to live. Yeah, and and that's well, it. <laughs> well, and I loved it because you know, she, you know, it, it's like you remember I told you I was going to find out everything about you, mm-hmm. and oh that that was bone chilling. That was just. You know, because he tried doing the hypnotism earlier, and she was like, nope, won't work. Sorry. So he figured it out. I mean, that's what the master oh, would yeah. do. You know, that that, that oh, made God, sense. Yes. I mean, he was manipulating the people. all the time in the world. Yeah, he yeah. was manipulating people right and left here, everyone, and, and doing it masterfully. Ha ha. <laughs> I mean, the, I see what you did there. I, I mean, see what you did. Mary. But I, I also like that the secondary characters weren't all like goodies either. I mm-hmm. mean, they were selling each no. other out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. And he was they preying like, on them. No. They he, seem he, like a happy crew, they, but they're all they're backstabbing not at each all. other. <laughs> they were all backstabbing each other. I liked that some were strong and some seemed a little bit weaker. So you had a very wide range of, of women. Uh, also, there was a lot of women on this, on this um, episode. And I just like to see all the different dynamics of that. Oh, it was really awesome. You know, I love that it was all, all whole female yeah. cast except for the computer voice and Derek Jacoby, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it was it was great. And, you know, it was neat how they were picking off, you know, it's a typical, you know, alien type story where right. the monster or the villain picks off each one, one on by one. And there were a couple that were innocent that didn't have a clue what was going. And, mm-hmm. you know, but it was just like, it was it was great. I didn't expect the weapon or whatever to be inside that last person. It was just like, Mm-mm. oh, mm-hmm. that was cool. Yeah. And I love how, of course, as a typical master story, it backfires on him. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, shocker. So I'm assuming this is uh, while River was an ar- actual archaeologist by this point, you know, you know, in the era of, you know, how she was that way. She was already out of the storm cage and that she was working as the archaeologist. Yeah, I think she's a on professor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like she was in uh, Silence in the Library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see you this know. happening like shortly before that. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it in that time period. So it it was an interesting storyline and I... I enjoyed that part. And it's like, cause you're trying to figure out where in river's timeline each time also in each one of these stories, since they did jump around. Yeah. And this is uh, one that really, um, you know, the, because all the other stories, she keeps mentioning the doctor looking for the doctor, assuming that the doctor's there, et cetera, et cetera. That gets so tiresome that by the time concealed weapon happens, it's like, Oh, she's doing it again. And it's unfortunate because you could really build some tension and it's a really interesting concept where she thinks it's him, but it's not like, I like that idea, but it's so played out over and over again with mm-hmm. all her adventures and, you know, expecting him that um, it just, it just is kind of annoying. It's like, there she goes, just thinking that it's him again. And it's going to cost, and this time it costs her lives. Right. Yeah, I, I was going to mention that too, because this is actually a pattern across the whole Diary of River Song line of Big yeah. Finish, where she's constantly thinking it's the doctor when it's not, or that's, or that's, yeah, that's all she's it's, thinking about. And it, yeah, it gets old and it doesn't need to be that way. Her it, character is strong enough to not, not always it, be constantly harping on that. Yeah. It's a frustrating thing. I think it's on big finishes faults and not necessarily on any of the writers because they're probably like, well, it's, it's related to Dr. Who. So we have to have the doctor like mentioned at least. And it's like, you know what guys, these characters are strong enough that we don't need to do this over and over and over again. Right. Like there are certain times when it's like, you know what, you could give me some side character stories. Um, there were some companions I was discussing from actually a companion and a side character from the second doctor era that I'm like, if these two had an adventure series, I would listen to that. <laughs> and oh, sure. Cause it's like, I, no. I don't need the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not sure if they're required, you know, it's just like we have to mention him every five minutes or, you know, I'm beginning to wonder because, I mean, a lot of times it seems slotted in there. And, and, in, and in this one, she's supposed to be old enough to know better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I kept on, you know, oh, it's that my, that husband of mine, or it's just like, oh, no. I mean, no, it makes no, more sense for no. younger River to be really hung up on uh, her relationship with the doctor, but it's, you know, she's, she's the old married couple by this time. And she's met different incarnations of the masters. This is not, I mean, the doctor isn't the only like uh time Lord she's met. Right. So like her automatically assuming that uh, it is him. It didn't even just, make sense. Yeah. No, it doesn't. And no. and like I said, it, There's costs a few a things it, it. it would have been a good scene though. To your point, Mary, it would have been an interesting scene if at, at if she acknowledged like I keep doing this and this time it really cost lives. Like I need to like if she had grown mm-hmm. out of that, you know, but mm-hmm. she doesn't. Mm-hmm. I imagine the next volume it's gonna be the same. 
Yeah, I don't, I mean, it's been like that through all five, so I'm not expecting it to change. <laughs> right, right. Nope, very much so. So that's the stories, you know, any final thoughts before, you know, do we want to rate this compared to the other ones or just let's say, hey, listen to it? I mean, I would say listen to it, but you know, it's like they all follow this this pattern where the first one and the last ones are the best ones, and the <laughs> ones in the middle are kind of forgettable. Because I actually, even though I said the the first story was my favorite, it's real. It's not because of the writing; it's because of the interaction between mm-hmm. Missy, or not because of the plot. It's the interaction between Missy and River. The writing's better on the last one, I think, yes. despite yeah. what we talked about. Yeah, if they had, you know, I don't know if there was a debate on what order they should put them in, because obviously, you know, since it's not, there's no through line, they could have put them in whatever order they wanted. Um, But um, yeah, I mean, it starts off with the best in terms of chemistry and which is not to say that, you know, Jacoby and and Kingston don't have chemistry because they do. Um, But it, they, you know, they start off with the one with, just chemistry about the only thing that's going for it. And then they end with the last story, which is the best written one, I think. Um, Oh, it is. I loved in that story that, you know, the last one where River did turn the tables on the master and sped up the self-destruct. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't expecting. Wait, (laughs) wait, I'm not going to have enough time to get to my TARDIS. You know, it's like. uh, Another thing that is. I guess for exposition reasons, since she usually doesn't have like there either she has a companion, uh, like a random companion, uh, or she, or she's talking to a computer all the time, uh, a com- mm-hmm. some sort of robot computer thing or whatever. Um, that kind of gets a little tedious. I did think that uh, the computer guy, the pewter voice or whatever in the first one was was uh, I just thought it was kind of different, and I kind of enjoyed it. I liked his, I liked his little, like, no, no. (laughs) She would be like, is this a hotel? No, no. (laughs) No, It would have been so much fun if she had like taken it as like, not a pet, but like just a little companion. And like in all the episodes, she's just like sitting there talking to him. He's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) That would be fun. Like I I did, I did kind of like him. If she, if she had adopted him as her like little canine, it would have been kind of fun throughout the the series. Mm -hmm. But um well, it's one interesting thing is Luke, who was in the second story, he does return in season seven of Diary of River Song. So you will see him again. Not that you're all dying to hear that, but, you know. <laughs> My I God, I can't wait till we get there. I didn't mind Luke, and I think it makes sense because she had probably the most attachment to him of all the side characters in all of these um, episodes. You know, but you could have told me that they've been to me in my mind, they've been so generic throughout this whole run of these series that you could have told me that some of these characters were in volume two or five <laughs> or three or something. And I would have been like, oh, really? Because I don't they don't really stand out. Yeah, They didn't resonate. Yeah. So I, that's uh, that's been kind of unfortunate. I do think overall this this series of adventures was better than some of the other volumes we've listened to. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. yeah. We, yes. we have so, heard, we've definitely heard worse. Yeah. So yes. um, I, and you know, I, I would recommend this one um, as a whole, probably like right up there with um, I, I can't even think of another series that is this strong as far as, you know, two very, very strong ones to listen to. Mm-hmm. That I'll listen to again. Oh. And and the other two okay. aren't aren't they aren't terrible. Right. Right. They're just but they're definitely well, not as good. Just weren't, I mean, Eric Roberts is Eric great. Roberts is terrible. They're well, okay. <laughs> Eric Roberts is terrible. But um Eric Roberts was a really bad master, just in general. You know. He was bad yeah, in the he, TV movie. Look, and he was really bad. Yeah, if you're looking this. for redemption for Eric Roberts, you are not gonna find it here. I nope. I know that um, I criticized Big Finish for uh, having a woman that had a voice that was very similar to Alex Kingston and not doing anything about that and that making it sound similar. Um, they kind of overplayed that with the last story because there's two female characters and they have these like outrageous accents. Like one of them has this like French accent that like 
really kind of took me out of it occasionally. And another one is just sort of talked like a, I don't know how you describe it, like some sort of like zoner, like California girl. Is that what it was supposed to be? I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> she's like, you know, she's like, hey, computer, like, why are we doing this? Like, like, like that kind of thing. Like, all I can think of is this a British person who thinks this is what Americans sound like? like right. It's like the Dick Van Dyke. I thought, you know? and, and I thought it was. I thought her voice was very whimsical. She was like, okay. yeah, Mr. California. <laughs> Mr. Pacific Coast. I have no problem with that kind of, you know, talk. It's cool. <laughs> like, you know, like, I think we got to go in now. So it's cool. It, so like, oh, my God, we're going to get finished here. It's like, on, oh, you know, I guess I'll go check out the, the engineering room, uh, I guess. Um, you know, like, I was just like, wow, this is, man, they're really overplaying this a bit. But I thought it was like almost like a very whimsical Irish accent in some ways. Maybe, but um, but to yeah. but to find out, like when I was listening to the the last, you know, behind the scenes stuff, um, and they interview like all the people who do the voice work, uh, the woman who did the French accent is not French at all. Um, no obvious. surprise, th- no surprise <laughs> yeah. there. Consider me shocked. Yeah. There, come on. But the other woman, that's her real voice. <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's funny. Her, that's, that's what she funny. sounds like. Uh, I was like, wow. Oh, I, 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 I need to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. <though>. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's like I yeah actually, i got this role and uh i really you know i'd, I'd like doctor who and stuff and, and so i was like wow hey that's amazing like wow on you know like bitching <laughs> <laughs> so you know i think that's pretty awesome on so cool so all right so we do all recommend it next time out in series six the the river does meet the first doctor meets also has adventures it's interesting they go first doctor second doctor third doctor and fourth oh but but emphasize the only doctors she actually meets are the first doctor and the third doctor oh okay so because in the first one um he she does meet uh the first doctor susan ian and barbara in the second story in that one, she meets Captain Knight. She also faces a Yeti and the Great Intelligence. Oh, okay. Captain Knight. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. Of unit. Of unit. You know that. You just recently did that one. And then and then they have the third doctor, the Orgrons, the Santarans, and the Drashigs from Carnival of Monsters. You haven't seen that one yet. No. And then in the fourth one is uh, Henry Gordon Jango and Wai Chiang. So it's almost like a sequel to The Talons, which is a fourth Doctor story. So it would be very interesting to see. And then it looks like um, they can they sort of continue that a little bit with seven and eight. Uh, there's no Doctors that appear uh, at, all. at all. So uh, and actually in series eight i don't think there's any companions or anybody from the yeah, series canine. That, oh yeah canine sorry yeah <laughs> canine canines in in at least one of them so uh yep. and the me- and the mechnoids mechnoids <laughs> yes oh boy <laughs> yes so, the story called queen of the mechnoids awesome i i do uh suspect because they recently, you know, as Julie mentioned, they they recently announced that Chris is doing some more of these. I fully expect that either in vol- series nine or ten, that River is going to meet the tenth Doctor, or the ninth I, Doctor. Sorry, I hope yeah. she does. I would, say, I would I, love to. I would. Say, would it be ironic? Series nine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it writes itself. People, true. come on, you know. He, he, she did meet four and four. That's if, true. If if he can channel his nine again, I would love to hear that because mm-hmm. I love nine. Mm-hmm. I think nine gets bad rep, um, partially because of what happened after he, he left Doctor Who. Um, but he can make some stuff happen um, that isn't seen oh, I agree completely. in other Doctor Who. So as long as he can bring that back, I would love to see that with River. Oh, I would too. I love nine too. He's one of my favorites. I would. I think they'd be great together. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree completely. I I would love to hear, see it. And I think if done right, he could have some really amazing chemistry with River. So yeah. especially, you know, because he's – if he plays him like, you know, he did on the t- in the TV show where he's very oddly alien and also very angry. Mm-hmm. Angry alien. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. So – or as my friend called PST, you know, PTSD doctor. Yep. So, yep. so it will be very interesting to see what we get with that. So fingers crossed. Definitely would love to hear from you guys at home. Let us know what you guys think. Please write us feedback at earthstationwho.com. We are going to be back next episode, folks. Revolution of the Daleks. Woo! Maybe, you know, if it's good, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. if, if not, we'll see. We'll probably, we'll see, you know, and, you know, we'll be there with tissues. Oh, I don't know. You know, oh, it's the last so. episode. It's finally Graham. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have some, so. I'll have some tissues handy. We're all going to need them. So we'll be, we'll be reviewing yeah. the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh. and there may be alcohol involved. As that, I'm just that, sitting here, I'm oh, like, Captain a... Jack is back, so um, <laughs> I am a happy person. <laughs> it's like the end of Graham and bringing him back. I'm like, everything is golden. <laughs> My life is complete. <laughs> and all emails, you know, go to Julie Phillip. Hi, everyone. <laughs> So, yes, of course, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun and I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Uh, There has been a lot of pictures showing up of filming of Series 13. We will not be speaking of those because those are spoils. And, you know, I don't want anyone accusing me. You're spoiling the show for us, Mike. So, you know, it's going to be at least a year away for us to be able to see any of this anyway at the earliest I'm thinking probably spring 2022 for new Doctor Who. That's what so. I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably so. If we're lucky, uh, we may get a New Year's special in 20 it, next year. It might yeah. turn into a, another New Year's special straight into the next season like they yeah. did. Uh, yeah, that's true. Year. That's possible. Yeah. That's very true. They, that's a very mm-hmm. good point. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that. So we'll have to wait and see. Okay, let's thank our crew for tonight. Julie, you want to promote your podcast? Absolutely. Um, so I have a podcast with a few other folks, and it's Watchers in 4D or Watchers in the Fourth Dimension. Um, we're watching Doctor Who from the very beginning. Um, Recording-wise, we've just finished up Season 5 with the Second Doctor. And if you want to listen, we have a cute little bonus episode of some merry little tunes about Doctor Who. Very awesome. Can't wait to hear it. It's fun. Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> and of course, let's thank our regulars for being here. Mr. Mike Gordon, we made it through another one, my friend. We did. And as always, it's my pleasure. And Mary, it's always great to chat with you, my dear. Oh, it's always great to be here. And on behalf of all of us, from, you know, myself, from Julie, Mike Gordon, and Mary, want to wish everybody a very happy holiday. It's can't believe Christmas is finally here. You know, it felt like it was 10 years away just a month ago. So it's, it's great. You know, I'm very glad to see 2020 come to a close and we will be talking to you again in 2021. Mm-hmm. So Yay. until then, my name is Mike Faber and we will see you here next time on the Air Station Who podcast. Peace and happy holidays. And we're done. Get boom. Get thee behind me, 2020. (laughs) (laughs) You have been listening to Earth Station Who, a bi-weekly pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from across the universe. All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individual and are used for entertainment value alone. You subscribe to our podcast up on iTunes, Stitcher, or follow our blog at www.esopodcast.com. You can also follow us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. If you enjoyed the show, please leave feedback up on iTunes. Transmission commencing. 
This is Wookie Radio. Translated for the Wookie Affair. I like that Wookie. Your hosts, Ken, Derek, and Mike, bring you the latest news and commentary from the far reaches of the galaxy. Uh, hold it. Hold it. I said hold it. Subscribe today on iTunes and Stitcher. I just assumed it's a Wookie. Start listening today, and remember... The Force will be with you, always. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.